Good morning and welcome to my very first podcast. My name is Will Oliver. It is Thursday, the 26th of February. And that's about as much as I have to say for the welcome. I don't have an introduction. I don't have a title to give you. Mainly because I don't actually know what I want to title this. Um, I also have no idea what I really want to talk about. I'm hoping, of course, that this will come in later stages, comments, feedback, hopefully positive comments, but I'm sure there will be negative ones along the way. Anyway, to give a short introduction, uh, like I've said, I'm Will Oliver. I'm a student. I live in Brussels. I study musical. I'm not going to tell you where I live in case someone comes and stalks me or tries to come and kill me, which would not be surprising. Um, But basically, I figured I need to get time behind a microphone. I need to get used to this because... I don't know where my future is going, um, but of course radio could be in there somewhere, so I figured I might as well get used to this whilst I can, and I figured a podcast is a good way to go. Now of course, this first podcast is probably going to be quite short, um, because actually mainly because I've got to leave in about half an hour for school, and also I'm not going to try and ramble on, I'm just going to try and keep it to the point, it might be about five minutes long, five, ten minutes, I don't know yet, but we'll see. Anyway, um, to explain what is what are the topics on this show, podcast type thing, nothing particular. I figure I'm going to draw from my own personal experiences. Like today, I'm going to talk very quickly about a TV show that I just finished watching last night called Life Unexpected. Um, and then I might get on to travelling, something that if anybody actually knows me, any of the listeners, if they know me, they will know that I despise travelling so much. I hate every aspect of travelling. I hate the packing, I hate the check-in, passport security control, and also the unpacking at the other end. I'm not sure why, but we will get on to that later. Anyway, to get started, I want to talk about life unexpected. Now, this was, I'm thinking, I think it was a CBS drama in the US. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. But it circles around the life of Lux Cassidy, who, Cassidy even, who is a 16-year-old girl. Um, She's in and out of foster care constantly. Um, She's obviously struggling with life. When she was very young, she had a hole in her heart, which means she was in and out of surgery until she was about four or five years old. Of course, this meant she was never adopted properly. Now, when she turns to 16, she gets fed up of all of this and she decides she wants to leave. She wants to get, uh, not an annulment, Uh, the word has completely escaped me at this very moment in time, but I'm sure I will remember it later on. But basically, she just wants to get removed from foster care and live her life on her own. Um, So basically, she goes to get this. I'm going. I'm going to pause the the podcast ever so slightly just to figure out what the actual word is. Right, I'm back. Uh, The word is emancipation. I'm really sorry that I forgot that word. I probably should have looked that up before I started the podcast. But anyway, so Lux is going to get emancipated from foster care. And when she goes to her social worker, it turns out that no one actually signed legal care of Lux. And so she has to go ask her parents, her real birth parents, to sign these documents because her caseworker wouldn't sign them for months and months and months and it would all get drawn out. So this is the start of this first episode, the kind of spiral. 
She goes and meets her father, who's called Baze. Baze is a middle-aged man. He's about 30-ish. And he owns a bar. He bought this large building from his father, and he turned it into a bar, mainly because he decides he wants to be a complete opposite of his father, because they really don't get on. So she meets her father. Um, that's very brief. And then they go together to go meet the mother. The mother, who's called uh, Kate Cassidy, she is a talk show host. She's very popular. The show's set in Portland, by the way. Uh, Portland, Oregon, if I'm not mistaken. And her talk show host, um, her co-host, is Ryan. Ryan, on the show, they're not meant to be together. That He's the strong, confident man who gets lots of girls, and she's just an emotional wreck. Turns out they're actually dating in real life. I haven't spoiled it for you. This is revealed within the first 20 minutes of the show. Don't worry about it. But basically, it's a very funny story. It went on for two seasons. Um, I'm not going to tell you much about it. Although I am going to say the ending, the last episode. It Basically, what happened, my opinion of what happened is they were going for a third season... Um, but then they were axed, so they had to explain everything that happened within two years in a space of about five minutes. So, of course, in the last episode, you just get this two years later thing, and suddenly, boff, he's with her, he's with her, da 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 babies everywhere. It's very confusing, and I wasn't particularly pleased, because, of course, I just watched season one or two, and I actually got quite into it. I thought it was very interesting. The girl that plays Lux, I've also seen her in other TV show uh, Under the Dome, where she plays Abby, I think. Um, but I found it, I found it really good until that very last episode, which was a major letdown. Um, but hey, C'est la vie, it was three years ago when it finished, 2011, four years ago even, because we're in 2015 now. But personally, I just think they could have worked it out a bit more. I think a third season would have actually been very welcome for most people. Looking on Google links, a lot of people wanted the third season, um, but they were disappointed. But hey, not much we can do about that. Anyway, moving on. I also have a lot of other TV shows that I look at, uh, that I watch even. Uh, the major hit would be, at the moment, Better Call Saul is one of them. The spin-off season from Breaking Bad. I'm very sorry, I'm just moving the microphone because it's nearly deciding to make love to my laptop. Uh, mainly because it's quite a heavy microphone, so I'm hoping this will hold it. Um, but now I'm break watching Breaking Bad, um, Better Call Saul, the Breaking Bad spin-off Better Call Saul, which is also very good. I'm watching House on and Off, Big Bang Theory, Modern Family. I'm very much looking forward to this latest episode of Modern Family because it was entirely filmed on iPhones and iPads. The, the whole episode is set on a laptop screen, and it's FaceTime calls, left, right, and center. And I found it quite interesting. I, was, I read a small article about how they did it, how they went originally with all the actors holding the iPhones to basically having a cameraman hold the iPhone on a jig, but then the actor would hold the cameraman's hand because they found originally that the camera would move too much uh, they'd also end up taking videos of offset stuff. It was and iPhones were getting lost. Scenes were suddenly deleted because, of course, someone put it misplaced an iPhone. So the whole camera magic thing was the eventual product. But no, uh, I'm very excited to see that. I also watched Glee on and off. Uh, so what I did: Big Bang Theory, Modern Family, Glee, 
Under the Dome, I also watch. I'm waiting for that. Bates Motel. Um, Suits, also. I'm watching Suits at the moment, which I think is a brilliant TV TV program. If anyone is looking to watch something new, Suits is brilliant. Um, If English isn't your main language, I would suggest you get subtitles. I do believe it's on Netflix everywhere. I mean, it is on in Belgium. It's on in the UK. US, of course. Um, But no, it's brilliant. It's set in a law firm. Very fast-paced. And, no, it's brilliant. It really does... um, I mean, of course, it doesn't show lawyers in the best light. But no, it it is brilliant. Trust me. Um, Okay, I'm just going to pause momentarily to fix this microphone because it is driving me insane. So I'll be right back. And, of course, when I say right back, that literally means the split second because I just pause on the keyboard and I just throw my pen on my keyboard. I'm very sorry. As you can tell, this is my first time. Um, So please be gentle with me. Excuse the corny phrase. I do hope it will get better. Um, And of course, as it goes on, if it actually starts being vaguely successful, I will try and be slightly more professional in this. And who knows, I might even get guests. Um, I might get my brother involved. My brother's also got a bit of history with radio. Um, But we'll see. My next topic I want to talk about is travelling. Now, if anybody knows me, when people mention travelling, I usually get tingles down my spine. It, it drives me insane. I recently, in the last two weeks, I've taken four flights, ooh, six long-distance trains, distance trains, um, and I've been to a number of countries within the space of about a week. Now... I really, really enjoyed train travel. I took the Eurostar from Brussels to London. I think it's brilliant. Even if you're in the standard class, you get tons of room. There's a bar, of course. Well, a bar. There's a cafe, restaurant where, of course, you can get champagne and stuff like that. But it's brilliant. I I really do like the Eurostar. The idea that you can just sit there, watch a film on your laptop eat a panini, you can go stand in the cafe with a friend having a cup of coffee, hot chocolate, tea, whatever takes your fancy, and you're still travelling at nearly 200 miles an hour along the French countryside, watching all these people in their cars cramped, thinking, oh, I wish I was sitting in that train so I could actually stand up, use the toilet when I, as and when I like. Um, and also, I had a data package on my phone, which meant I had internet in France, and when you're in the tunnel, if you're going direction to the UK, you sit on a French network all the way under the tunnel, and you have 4G, or 3G, And if you're coming from the UK into France, you sit on the UK uh, network, so E3, O2, um, and all the rest that I've gotten. Of course, I left the UK uh, two years ago, so I'm not completely and utterly with it. Um, But no, the Eurostar is brilliant, and of course, you leave Brussels, two hours, five minutes later, you're sitting in London, St Pancras. St Pancras, I believe I'm saying right. I I always get it confused. And to be honest, most of the time I deliberately say St Pancras because I think it's funny. Obviously not very, but anyway. And from St Pancras, I stepped across the road to London King's Cross, where I was meant to be taking a East Coast train or East Midlands train, one of the two. And I arrived in the station and I went to a ticket machine and it said, no, card not recognised. I tried 16 different machines before I gave up and I was getting incredibly frustrated because I had about five minutes left before my train. So I ran into the ticket office 
Um, massive queues, of course, in the ticket office. This is London. Anywhere that hasn't got a queue in it, it's probably diseased or something. And I ran to the ticket office, ran in front of everyone, of course, much to their anger and everything. But I ran to the guy and I said, this, this can't be. How, why can't I get my tickets out? Your machines are broken, da 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 And got really annoyed and gave them my card. Uh, and they gave me my tickets. And it worked out very fine. They upgraded me into first class for my troubles, which was very, very nice of them. So I went and sat in first class and... If any of you are taking a long distance journey and you can splurge for it, take first class on East Midlands or East Coast. I'll have to double check which one it was. I think it was East Midlands. And now I'll tell you why. The cost of a first class ticket, if you book in advance, is not much more. It's probably hmm, 15, 20 pounds more. I was traveling up to Retford um, and on to Sheffield. But it, I was on that train for an hour and a half, I think, a standard class ticket in standard Standard class ticket in advance is something like £20, and the advanced one is something like £35. Now, a lot of you would say, well, what's is it really worth the £15 extra? Well, to put into consideration, when I stepped on the train, they asked me if I wanted a tea or coffee. I said, oh, is it free? And they said, no, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely, no. Uh, yes, it is absolutely free. Everything's complimentary. So she gave me a tea. She then went ahead and gave me a Coke, a bottle of water still and sparkling. She gave me a pack of crisps. She gave me a muffin. Uh, 20 minutes later she came and gave me a wonderful pasta with ratatouille um, and then she gave me another coke, another tea I think I drank about five teas within the space of an hour and a half and I figured out the cost you make up eating all of that as long as you just don't bring your own food just remember that you're going to get food on the train eat it all on the train, eat up all the food of course don't eat everything but you make the cost back of that ticket the cost of buying a coffee in the train station and also the seats are huge the wi-fi is exceptionally fast of course you can't do any streaming so netflix youtube all of that is out but you can do social networking emails very very quick i read a few bbc articles and then i went back to my films which i got saved on my laptop but no it was definitely worth it um retford is not a very big station when we arrived there so of course the connection onto the other train was very difficult because the actual the train station kind of is in two separate parts you have about a 10 minute walk between the two platforms um but luckily the other train had waited for us to get on it but no that was definitely very very good now i'm not going to go ahead and tell you about my entire journey because you will get bored senseless i want to get on to plane travel um of course after this Sheffield journey we are fast forwarding about three or four days where I went to Dublin and back that was all fine Reiner as much as I hate Reiner it was good it, I was sitting in the front row uh, of course you pay a little bit extra to get those seats but no it was it was a fine flight there was nothing wrong with it um but I want to get on to traveling the last day when I was going back to Switzerland and I had to fly through Manchester airport so this was definitely one of the worst times I've ever had in an airport. I will fast forward the bit where I was on the train, da, 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 I got to the airport, walked through security, and when I walked through security, it's very simple. I'm I'm usually very good at security, take the belt off, da 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 da, da get through very quickly. Suddenly my bag is selected to be searched. I wish when my heart sank because it's oh, it's just annoying because I'd planned to be there early, have a nice hour and a half Starbucks, just shop a bit, da 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 da. Um 
so they said, which whose bag is this? I said, mine, da 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 They start searching it. Apparently there was an unknown item in there that they didn't couldn't understand. So of course they search around. Turns out it was some little hand cream that was hidden in their pocket that they'd forgotten about, blah, 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 blah. So they send it back through. Once again, it was stopped for unknown baggage. Uh, so this is now the second time. They take more things out of my bag, double check, send it through again. Third time they decide, no, there's, there's something absolutely wrong here. So I have to unpack the entire bag over about four different trays. I'm then searched because apparently, because my bag is wrong, I have to then be searched. My bag is searched through the machine again. They decide, yeah, no, everything's fine. Stick it all back in your bag. We'll send it through one more time. The last time it went through, the computer decides that my bag is going to be the one that's randomly searched. So after five times of going through the machine, 35 minutes later, the same guy every single time asking me the same question, who are you flying with? Did you pack this bag yourself? Could anyone have interfered with the bag? Da, 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 da. Did anyone ask you to travel? I think... <gasps> I was getting frustrated by this point. I'm one of these people that can get irrationally very, very angry over something utterly benign. And so I was getting rather frustrated by this point. I said, who are you flying with? Oh, I'm trying to fly with Swiss today, hopefully. Um, and yeah, don't get ratty with people at security because they're probably having as crap a day as you are. But anyway, 35 minutes later, I was finally ready when I had to rush to Starbucks, get my drink, and then rush to the plane and sit on the plane with my Starbucks. Of course, nowhere near as relaxed I was hoping to be. Um, so yeah, that's my little rant. It wasn't really a rant. I, I think I could go on a lot more, but I'm sitting on a time limit at the moment. I will try and, I'll probably rant a bit more, I will warn you. I will rant. I, I've got many rants about public transport, um, planes, traveling, trains, cars, design. I can rant about anything and I'm sure you will get a bit about it um, in future episodes. But I think now would be a good time for me to draw this to a close. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how long I've been talking for because uh, all I can tell you that is GarageBand is telling me that I'm on bar 400, 550, whatever that means. Um, I'm sure someone could work it out, but I will see how long I've been talking for afterwards. Um, I hope you've enjoyed listening to me. If you haven't, then, well, don't listen to me again. If you have, feel free to leave me a comment. Um, I'm new to this all. I'm sorry that it's not very professionally finished. I'm sorry that I forgot the word for emancipation and had to stop. I'm also sorry that I had to stop to fix the microphone. I'll fix that by next time. And I'm also sorry if I'm quite boring. Feel free to give me suggestions, uh, ask me questions, let me know what you'd like to hear. Um, of course, this isn't live, this isn't a radio channel. I'm not sitting in your car giving you drive time information. But I, my whole idea is just, I'm just some person, you don't know me, I don't know you. I think it's best to keep it that way, not in the nicest way possible, but... Just that random voice who offers random opinions about whatnot. Now, of course, I will warn you, I, I'm a very opinionated person. And, of course, I will sometimes have opinions on something on subjects that I don't really know a lot about. Now, of course, I may, something, may say something that's not entirely true. I always have a tendency to exaggerate. Um, if I do say something terribly, horrifically wrong, please feel free to tell me in a comment. 
Um, now, of course, you don't need to make a comment like, he's so stupid, he said this when this is this and this is this. Literally, just write a comment saying, you said that, I don't know, you said that the guy heard of spider is actually a hard top when actually it's a convertible. Of course, I do know this a spider. It does refer to a convertible car. Now, no, but just... I, I watch a lot of YouTube, so I do realise that people tend to leave comments with a very negative feedback and they swear and they get very aggressive. And to be honest, I don't have the time for that. If you're just going to be aggressive, I'm not going to bother reading it. Just let me know what you think, honestly. I I plan to carry this on. This is, of course, my first episode. And I mean, of course, if nobody likes it, then, I'll, then whatever. I mean, it's not a big loss in my life. I'm just going to do this as long as I find it pleasant. Anyway, tune in next time. I'm not sure when that will be. I might even do one tonight. We'll see how I feel. And thank you for listening. My name is William Oliver, and this was episode one of the soon-to-be-titled program. That's also a point. If you guys happen to think of a title, please let me know. Um, Most people will say you should have thought of a title before, but actually... I, I'm not good at the whole making up words and stuff like that, so making up words, making up titles and stuff, but just let me know if you have any good ideas. Um, I'm morning madness, afternoon madness, wheels, rant, corner, whatever. We'll see. But anyway, thank you for listening, and until next time.